led to me at a young age being, you know, homeless for a bit. I literally went from the 44th, 45th floor to, you know, literally no floor. I made quite a bit of money inside of that the crypto at that time. As soon as like COVID hit, everything just came down. Everything. It was, it was almost cyclical. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have taken a nosedive. About $8 billion vanished. I'm hearing people are losing a little bit of hope for cryptocurrency. There is a greater plan for cryptocurrency, which we can all see. Here's a little bit of a bone I have to pick with culture. I do feel like popular artists will back these type of in, like NFT projects, and they're not really financial advisors, and they're yeah. just leading people astray. 95% of NFTs are dead. It's a bloodbath. What's going on, everybody? Justin Kai here. Um, 25 year old now, 25 years old. Entrepreneur here in the city. Been in the city now for my whole life. Entrepreneur <laughs> now for the last seven years. Dope. Um, a little bit about me, man. Like I, I graduated from St. Marcellinus in Miss Mississauga. Say word. St. Marcellinus. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you're from Saga? Yeah, I'm, from, okay, I'm actually from Rex. I'm from okay. the Rex though. Yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, I moved to Saga when I was grade 10. So you went to St. Marcellinus, yeah. was Amir there, Morgan? The gym? The gym, yeah, yeah, the ball that's, one, right? Yeah, that's ball my coach, guy. Right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, my yeah. guy. Yeah, he was, he was actually even like coaching like RJ when I was yeah, 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 yeah. there for what a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what area did you live in? I, I lived in uh, Mavis and Derry at that time. Okay, I know where that is. Yeah, Mavis and Derry. Okay, dope, bro. So let everyone know what you're doing right now. Yeah, so right now I'm a co-founder at a company called Novelty. Uh, we're a blockchain ticketing system. So if you think about like Eventbrite, Ticketmaster, Ticket Gateway, we're a, a we're a ticketing system for that. Um, and you know we're just trying to innovate the landscape right now. Um, and like we have a lot of special special people that we're working with right now. We we raise some money. We're currently funding for that, and uh, we're we're set to like deploy and you know get launched for this year. Okay, dope. So before I dive deep into like, I, I really want to talk about the crypto space, NFT right. space, blockchain, because right. a lot of people are taking a little bit of a hit right now. So there's some non-believers right now, but we'll get, a, we'll get back into that in a sec. Mm. I want to get into the backstory. Right. How did you get into entrepreneurship? So I was actually working at uh, Good Life back in 2016 uh, over at the Heartland location. You know where that oh, is, right? Yeah, right yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I actually had found Javon. Uh, he was actually working out at like 2 a.m. I was working out at 2 a.m. And like he, you know, he basically kind of just like just explained what this whole Forex thing was. And I just got into it. Um, and that was like early. This was like, that's how I got in. It was like network marketing. Network marketing was like my foundation of where I started. Mm -hmm. So I went straight from like from high school. I didn't want to go to college. I actually, you know, truth be told, I didn't even get accepted to any college program. Really? To go to. Really? Okay. So I actually had to figure it out in the real world. You know what I mean? And then I just went straight into like the sales industry. Okay. That's where it started for me. So for the naysayers, when they hear forex, <laughs> <laughs> people get a little, people get a little bit scared because of, of forex scams, this multi There's multi level marketing. Yeah, yeah. Clear that up for everybody, please. So honestly, like I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> I can I can I can I can only keep it real on this podcast. Yes. There is absolutely a lot of like bougie fake stuff out there when it comes to Forex. Yeah. But the Forex industry itself, foreign exchange is a very legitimate industry. It's it's something that we do partake in every day. If we're going from, let's say from Canada to the US, we're exchanging our currency. So it's always gonna be here and it'll never, it'll never not be here. Mm -hmm. In terms of like the programs and different things that are out there, I would just say, you know, be mindful. I was a part of a, a network marketing company that offered a, a Forex product while still having the capability of building a team. Mm -hmm. Some 
I think it all comes down to like the leadership who is leading like these these programs because it's not about the program itself because the program is like proven legitimate. It's yeah, it's legitimate, but it's about the leaders that are leading it that can bring you or sway you away from the actual concept of forex. Uh, okay, makes you know sense. what I mean? Yeah, 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 makes sense because every time I hear forex, I'm like. Bro, I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> like, no, that's real. That's real. But, you know, I'm happy that you cleared that up. So you're a person that I've just learned, like, you know, you've been through a lot in your life. Yeah, yeah. And you've made big changes and big turnarounds. Obviously, I could see it. Because if you didn't tell me some of the things, I'd be like, I, I would never expect. Right, right. You know? Do you want to shed light on some of those things? Yeah. So, um, so in, the, in the hype of, like, the, you know, the boom of cryptocurrency, 2000. 18 to that 2020 run, um, you know, I made quite a bit of money inside of that, inside of that, inside of crypto at that time. But as soon as like, like COVID hit, you saw April, everything just came down. Everything. Mm-hmm. It was, it was almost cyclical. You know what I mean? Like every, like, you know, Bill Gates stepped down from Microsoft at the time. Amazon, I think at that time, even Jeff Bezos like became like just a president, not the actual so See, everyone like got every hit. every everybody was shifting and I wasn't prepared for like what had happened. So I had lost, you know, a significant amount of money and, you know, the ability to provide for my family at the time on, on top of like, you know, financial issues. You know, uh, my family had my, me and my family had a lot of um, had a lot of uh, conflict. So at that time, you know, it led to me at a young, young age being you know homeless for a bit. Jeez. And then ultimately that led to like, you know, mental health issues, you know, like that the the natural course is like just being young and just also finding your way. How old were you at the time? I had to be 20, 21. 21, you're going 20, through all that already. 20, yeah, yeah. And, but here's the thing, prior to that, uh, me like me and my uh, ex had lived at uh, York York Street, the uh, ice condos. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I literally went from the 44th, 45th floor to, you know, literally no floor. You know Jeez. I mean? Yeah, real shit. That's crazy. So... Going through that at such a young age, 20, and obviously you had, it sounds like you had a lot of responsibility at that time. Yeah, I did. So you are probably, you felt what it's like at the top of the top and the bottom of the bottom. bottom. Yeah. Is that the part where it became mentally super tough? Like, did you see no way out at that time? Um, at that time, I, I knew, I knew where, I knew where, if I put my mind to something, I knew where I could go because I, I saw that. But I'm just like, at that time, it was definitely very dark for me because also, like, at that time, I kind of, like, lost a sense of my own identity. Of really? Who I was. Yeah, but, but yeah. At that, I, I will say at that age, that's, I feel like that's a little bit normal. No, It's a little bit normal. It's true. But, like, it just led to, like, a super downward hill spiral, mm-hmm. which I just wasn't. And here's the thing. Like, at that time, like, I just realized now how much friends I grew up with. But for some reason, I forgot about everything. I just, I don't know. You just felt like you were in it alone. In it alone. Jeez. In it alone. So what was the turning point or what was that moment where you're like, you know what, Justin, like, I got to get my shit together again. I can't let myself spiral even further. Uh, what it was for me was just like, you know, moving from, you know, shelter to shelter at the time. Uh, and some of my some of my good friends knew. Um, I was just like, is this what's going to be for me? Mm-hmm. No. Like I said, I come from a very strong, strong family. I come from a very strong lineage, you know. And my belief in God far, far supersedes any type of instance or any circumstance that ever happens in my life. So it was the belief that I'm like, you know, God has something still here for me. I'm still alive. I didn't commit suicide. I had no urge to commit suicide. I said, I'm going to fight. But I just couldn't really see at that time the, light, see the, 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 yeah. the light at the end of the yes, tunnel. Yes, Couldn't yes. see it. But I'm like, 
I'm here as a human being right now living in it. I'm like, God still has something for me. Cause it's, it's this whole, it's a, it's a, it's a stage, you know, I'm a character here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big personality. I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't come to this earth. I didn't have to serve a purpose. So that's what I was going through my mind the, my mind the entire time. Uh, and I'm like, I, I pushed through, bro. So what I'm hearing too is like, when I hear these kind of stories, I'm like, you know what? I guess it's sometimes it's, it's hard to see um, why this is happening at the time. Mm-hmm. But I, I think personally that if that never happened, you wouldn't be who you are today. Absolutely. Like people, like people that actually do know me, they know how selfless I am. They know how much like how much in conversations my ego doesn't get in, in, in between. I'm a very understanding person because I feel like if life can show you different things, like it, that, those character development moments, you know what I mean? Over and over and over again, you're going to become an outstanding person. I'm not, I'm not calling myself an outstanding person, <laughs> but the people have to appoint you that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, like, I do receive a lot of love from people and I, like being consciously aware of it, I'm just like, oh, because it's just the person you become. Mm. You know what I mean? What you continue you th- to be. What do you think um, that did for your ego? My ego didn't like it. <laughs> it didn't like fair, it. Fair, fair, like, fair. Like during that time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like you're going, it's just like, yo, that's, that's where the battle was. Yeah. It was the battle where like what you think your identity is, with like what reality is showing you. Yeah. Like you can have things. This is what I realized. You can have all the things in the world, but God, if God wants to strip it from you, he will. Yeah. He will. So that was the character development part because I know a lot of leaders that have lost their way as 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 people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten too too much into like their own like self and who they think they are to the world. But like God will strip things away from you if you're not you know like grounded. So it was a very grounding moment. It's like okay, okay, do 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 do. I was trying to control a lot of things, but just letting go and letting letting God. You know. It, that is a real true statement. Wow, bro. You know well, I mean? I'm happy you're here today. Appreciate I you. see you thriving right now. Thank you. I see you everywhere. <laughs> I see you everywhere. I see this guy in everyone's pictures. <laughs> and so, you know, I know you're I know you're networking. I know you're rubbing shoulders, making some deals. And um, I'm happy that, you know, Appreciate you got out of that. Appreciate it. Says a lot. Um, let's talk about cryptocurrency, man. Like, honestly, like I'm not heavy in the crypto space. I'm not super knowledgeable in the crypto space. I'm hearing it's taking a hit. I'm hearing people are losing a little bit of hope for cryptocurrency. What do you think? Yeah, so one thing for sure is cryptocurrency is going to be here. So people actually have no idea, but like the NSA actually founded crypt, like one of the blockchain functions of cryptocurrency way back in 02. Really? Way back in 02. Is that silently? Silently. You have to really research it. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. There is a, there is a greater plan for cryptocurrency, which we can all see. Like you know, obviously you know, like there's regulatory bodies that want to, you know, um, reg, regulate this cryptocurrency space. Because when there's regulation, there could be integration. So True. That's that's a real thing. So when there's regulation, there could be integration for everybody that's watching. Um, and then, you know, I'm not gonna go into like the, the rabbit hole about like. You know, like the the um, what's this guy's name? Um, Satoshi Nakamoto. Oh, I'm not gonna go into all that and the founding, alleged founder, the alleged yeah. founder of yeah. Bitcoin, and like how everything came to be. But I do know it started off with like with this digital currency being like, you know, on the, being used for dark web services, and then transitioning into like more, you know, mass adoption. You know, us using it for like remittance. Like I'm gonna send you Bitcoin for you know a source of payment or whatever it may be. Obviously, now you have different 
sectors that were built off of blockchain, like DeFi, which we're talking about as well, like the, the innovation of finance, right? So we're in a centralized financial sector right now with like yeah. TD, CIBC, all DMO. these central financial services, right? DeFi is something that's being built where it's just like you can earn a yield or a return off the cryptocurrency that you stake mm -hmm. on the blockchain. They'll create like all these different things. I'm not going to get too technical, but it's going to, to your first question, like, yes, there is a lot of things like, you know, you had the FTX, you had Sam Bagman Freeman that, that had that whole instance and, you know, everything was just like just gone within a night. But I, my personal opinion, they have to have certain industry plants everywhere mm -hmm. to dissuade or persuade people to turn away to fear. from, to, yeah, yeah, to fear, to fear what is inevitable for this space already. Mm -hmm. So I'm an advocate, I'm an, an evangelist for cryptocurrency because there is really, really good protocols and utilization for cryptocurrency that even the government knows even today, public knowledge that it will, there's things that they can integrate, you know, with, you know, the everyday working society. So just playing God's advocate here, mm. if you were the government, what would you feel about cryptocurrency? If I'm the government, I, I have to find a way how I can have just mass like control of this because I understand how, how uncontrollable it can become because everything is basically off the grid. You know what I mean? If I'm the government, what I have to do, what I have to do is figure out a way how we can create our own. But then would it, be, it won't be decentralized. Hey, but to, <laughs> to the person that's not in the know, it's still, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. The person that's not in the know. Yeah. But like for just com the everyday common folk, yeah, you know, if we have a digital currency that we can let out, yeah, that, that, that makes it beneficial for everybody. That means we can, you know, we can see what you're, what you're purchasing. We could see, you know, where, you know, where everything's going. And that's where that whole concept of like that social credit system, that CBDC comes into. So that's what I'm doing if I'm the government, you know, if I'm, you know, playing for the people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know let, what I mean? yeah, let, let's get into a little bit about the NFT space. Right. Um, I just read a post on Earn Your Leisure maybe a couple of days ago, and they said 95% um, 90 of NFTs are dead. Yeah, I actually just checked out OpenSea. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's done. Well, not done. It's, it's ghost whew. town. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's a bloodbath for real. Really? Yeah, but here's the thing, like me and my guys, we saw that from the beginning. We we're like artists, like see your brother here is like, he's an artist, he, have, he has the actual physical forms of art pieces everywhere. Yeah, That will never change. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. It will never change, bro. You'll never get, you'll never get the same feel from art that like a physical piece would do. You know what I mean? Because it's still digital, you can't touch it, you can't feel it. There's, if you look at that painting, there's some type of emotion that was attached to that. You know what I mean? That's what made Picasso and all these different artists like, you know, amazing throughout the times, right? So my thing is just like um, NFTs, the non-fungible technology, that's going to be that here. That works. Yeah, that I, works. I believe in that. Yeah, that is going to be here for like the next, like however long. Like, even Gary Vee like, is on the same like boat as that. You know what I mean? Um, but like... The NFT art piece where there's no utilization for NFTs, it's going to be tough, it's man, tough. To, to really keep that longevity for that, you know? I agree. And here's the thing. Here's a little bit of a bone I have to pick with the culture, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel like artists, like 
like popular artists will back these type of in like NFT projects, like for the art piece. Yeah. And they're not really financial advisors and they're yeah. just leading people astray. Astray, man. What do you have to feel? What do you feel about that? I think, remember, influencers, every influencer, no matter what, whatever they're selling, they have their own self-interest and whatever. You know what I mean? They have, they have a brand. Yeah, they have the brand. They, they got to just get something out. If they, let's just say if it's an artist that hasn't created in a bit, oh, this new industry is coming. Oh, let me, let me get it. Like, it's a trend. Everybody's looking at it. Let me put my name uh, attached to it so we can still have some buzz around the name to stay relevant. You know what I mean? But so it, with that happening, it's just like what happens is like you have guys that have no idea about like the 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 space or anything promoting these things and it's like essentially defying their name and it's just like they have no idea like oh this wasn't going to be here like next one or two years mm -hmm. you know in advance but they got their influencer check yeah they got their influencer check but again that's just human nature too right true so it's nothing that like it's 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 something that's just gonna happen down the time you know if people want to stay relevant they're gonna attach their names to a new up-and-coming thing and then what if, even if it's like the wrong thing, you still have the urge to do it. So this is why, like, all I'm saying is just like, make sure like when you're getting into these spaces, just have a mentor, mm -hmm. have somebody that has studied blockchain because blockchain is the foundation of it all. Exactly. There, without blockchain, well, there before is. we, before you go on, and sorry for cutting you off. Yours. Can you explain what blockchain is for the people that don't know? So blockchain is just a ledger of transactions. So if you think, of, if you think of a ledger, we're, let's just think of like a bank ledger. So, so if you go onto your TD app right now, you see your amount inside of your checkings account, you press that button where it says like, for me, it's like TD checkings, you click it and you see a whole bunch of transactions. That's a ledger. So all blockchain is, is, is a ledger of transactions on a decentralized system that's peer to peer. There's no middleman. The middleman within the bank ledger, how, how, how I can't read what's on your account between what's on mine is because it's a centralized platform that we're on. Does that make sense? Mm. It's TD that's the middleman. Mm. So I, I, this is why I can become a we're coach. We're playing a little this. bit of a rig game here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so TD is the middleman that is in between why I can't see what you just did. But here's the thing on the blockchain. If I send money to uh, London right here, we could both read it on the blockchain because it's it's this peer to peer decentralized ledger. And if I send you uh, everything's transparent, hash, everything's transparent. And then you can just look at that code and be like, okay, no, he got that money. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. So, I want to wait for it. Can you put it on silent for me, please? It's okay. It's my little brother. Yeah, silent, please. Thank you. All good. Yeah. Cool. So that leads me to my next question. I want to talk about your business novelty. Yeah. What's going on? How did it start? And where do you think this is going? So, so novelty, we found this about two years ago. So me and my partner, Darren, who's he's actually the brainchild. Uh, he actually called <laughs> me one day and he's just like, yo, Jay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make, we gotta make a company in the NFT space. Uh, the first, like the first vision was real estate. It was like, we gotta do something in real estate, just like tokenized real estate. So imagine if you can get a piece of a property and we could do a little, crowdfunding you know uh, model look around that so it's like you and you me and london we can get you know to a couple pieces of the same property in a digital deed so it's a great idea Ooh, that you know sounds I mean? good it was crazy <laughs> but uh you know we we just found more of a solution within the ticketing space because anything to, every even during covid we did the we did the, the statistics like nobody was stopping going to 
events. Like even they had some restrictions, people were still going to events during these times. You know what I mean? Even if like, you know, at one point the NBA had the bubble and people couldn't go in, nonetheless, there were still events across the world that were going on. That were going on. So we're like ticketing will always forever be here because people would want to go to a convention for like, let's say a business conference. People want to go to a concert. People want to go to, um, you know, Toronto FC, you know, CFL game. It's going to be around. So we just focus on anything with a point of entry, um, you know, we're going to work with. And it's a $60 billion industry ticketing. Jeez. Just ticketing alone. It's across all industries. So help me understand, what's the benefit of doing ticketing on the blockchain versus ticketing on the internet like Eventbrite? Right. So, again, so, like, Eventbrite, is, there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, those platforms. They're, they're web, too, but we're just an innovation to that. So there is, there is, there has been certain circumstances where like Adele had used, or let's just say even for Drake, right? For, he, I'm not too sure if you heard about that federal case that, that Drake had to actually send a subpoena to ticket master because the fees were extremely high from what he already set them at. They, so t- that's the only thing about having a, again, another centralized type of marketplace because it's like they... So Drake had put them at one set price and then Ticketmaster had bumped Hiked them up. up. And if I can actually send you a photo on your WhatsApp, like the fees on Ticketmaster were like, so the, the ticket was like two grand and then the fee was like 1650. That's all Ticketmaster's oh, fee, that's bro. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of control. Okay. So what we what we allow, you know, tickets to, to do on the blockchain is like, now the event organizer has co- complete control. You just would mint how much tickets you want to be created, and then you can set your price and your resale price as well on a, on a central marketplace, which we would have on our platform. That's why it's very powerful. Okay, so it's, again, way more transparent. Way more transparent. Jeez. And, like, okay, like, quick, a quick, um, like, uh, thing that had happened with uh, Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift had a concert, and this, I believe, was in the UK. And because we, me and uh, Darren had a study case on it, and then uh, there was some uh, some scalpers. There were some scalpers that were on uh, another platform that had I can't remember what ticket platform she used, but they sold it on eBay for ten times the price, for like thirty, forty thousand dollars, and she saw none of it. But those were like front row seats. But like that's what happens with uh, scalping on like these regular ticket uh, platforms. So I guess that negates scalping. That's a hustle. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Uh, no, it is a hustle. I mean, IRS just came out with um, a uh, a uh, article that they're going to be cracking down if you make a certain amount of profit off of a ticket resale, it's going to be taxed because it, it is it is actually a hustle. People actually make a full time living off of it. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, so where do you see that? It, when does it come out? Sorry. Uh, for the, your your business is out. Um. So we're we're pre launch. Okay. Uh, we're we're set for like early October. Mm-hmm. You start, we're in our staging process right now, so we're like in our beta. Okay, so yeah. what type of events are you looking to like be on the platform first? Is it anyone like let's say I run a Black is New Rich business event or what have you? Are you looking for people like me? Or are you looking for those big concerts? Anybody in between, you know, anybody in between. So like we we obviously would like to see like there be numbers first, like you know to be a pre qualified like event organizer. True. But like um, essentially, like you know, we don't discriminate on what type of event because it obviously could scale. We also want to help out with like your marketing initiatives, which is something that Eventbrite doesn't do. So we're gonna have a few different subscription models on our platform as well that will help the SEO. Help oh, the, that's big. Yeah, there's a lot that's of big. things we're gonna be doing with the data as well to attract more business, and that's something I can like share. 
like later later on. But that that's the concept. We we don't want to just be you know oh you just have an event and we're just gonna host it and then all internal you know uh, users will just see it. We want to make sure like your event is actually getting put out there and like you know being seen by multiple eyes, even external of the platform. You know what I mean? Wow, bro. Something that Eventbrite like doesn't offer. So we definitely have a lot of lot of lot of things that it's just like okay yeah this is it's a full encompassed. You know, we're not just doing ticketing. It's a full encompass. Like we're helping you also. Like novelty is helping you organize the event as well. Not getting our hands dirty. If you, however, you know, you want to do the event, it's just we're just helping out. Okay, you know what I mean. So, how do you guys get paid? Is it off the ticket sales, or do you have to buy like a package for a service like that? How does that work? Um, so that's one of our revenue models, like the the SaaS model that we will have, but just are traditionally just off of the the transaction fee. Okay. So like if you if you charge your your um. If you charge your event to be like a hundred dollars, ten percent is what we charge on our transaction fee. That's where we make money. Okay, dope. Yeah. So I've invested in cryptocurrency years back, right? right? And I kind of messed up because I trusted someone to hold my shit for me. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> and allegedly, that money's gone. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. You know, so. I'll never make that mistake again because I swear to God, I put like, let's say five grand in right. today. I forgot what that coin is, but the last time I checked, it was maybe 2020 and um, it was at like, I don't know. I would have had like 110 grand or something like that. Oh, smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So allegedly that money is gone, right? <laughs> right? So one, I know I'll, for next time I have to get a ledger and have to keep track of that myself, correct? Right. Yeah, absolutely. If someone like me had that um, in my possession, I don't necessarily know exactly how to like take out my money or mm-hmm. liquidate my money. Right. How would I do something like that? Yeah, so um, great question. So so as of right now, um, my partner and I have a business, like it's called over-the-counter OTC. And essentially what we do is we liquidate um, we liquidate people from like cash to crypto. So if they had cash and they're like, yo, I want to get, I don't want to go to like a Coinbase. I don't want to put my, my information, you know, anywhere, you know, they would find someone like us to, to help them out with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, same thing with like, if they had cryptocurrency and they wanted to get cashed out, we help with the same like wire or, or cash, like however they want to get that money back to them. How fast or how slow is that process? No longer than 30 minutes to like two hours. Like, so if they come to our office, we have about four locations across Canada. Yeah. They come to our office in Toronto, let's just say our, our Young and Steel's location. Yeah. Uh, they come in literally on site, 30 minutes to two hours. We just make sure everything is verified. We have our, our counters there and our people that work at the desk and you just get get it right there and then. Okay, yeah. dope. Let everyone know how they can contact you for that um, for that business because honestly, yo, that, that's a game changer. It's a game bro. changer, bro. <laughs> I'm it's not going to lie, changer. that's a game yeah, changer. Yeah, um, so like they can just like message me at my handle, Justin Kyle Joden. Cool. Um, and uh, obviously if they come through you, you know, I, I trust, you know, your network that you, you built up. So it's, it's love from there. You know what I mean? Just keep it very simple. It's not too, too, you just come find us in real life and mm-hmm. we'll handle them with like care. You know what I mean? And just show them like everything they would need to know, mm-hmm. anything that they would need to know. So, so, so one thing I've noticed, I've been watching, I, I would say like, I don't exactly know who's your closest or what have you, but I've been watching your crew for a while. Right. And I like how you guys move because you guys are so young. I'm a little bit older than you guys. Mm. And you guys are taking shit serious from a very young age. 
how do you guys make sure that the goal is always the goal and ego doesn't get in the way? Um, we know, um, so for, for one of the first things, like how the ego doesn't get in the way, like you had my brother here that I work with, you know, mm-hmm. Safari, like, like last, you know, uh, two weeks or like, like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's the click, you know, and how we keep, cause we're all like a plus guys, man. We <laughs> all have our own like specialties. What we do is we all play our role very well. Um, like, you know, we, we, in our group chats, we always refer to like, you know, the NBA mm-hmm. and like, remember how we said, like, remember how we said, like, we have like the OGs that are, have been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. It's that guidance system that we have as well that doesn't allow our egos to get in the way. I would never try and play, you know, his spot. And like even like for we have some security guys that have a security business inside our group chat as well. I would never try to play their spot as well. And they know like when it comes to like cryptocurrency and understanding that spot, they don't try and step on my toes. That's your so, that's your lane. That's our lane. So we actually respect each other as men, no matter what age, even younger, like we don't get caught up in that age construct thing because we all know that like we have our own special specialty and expertise in certain things in certain lanes that we've been mastering for how long you know what i mean so that's how like the ego stays out of it is like we respect each other's like knowledge and what we have and like we listen if it's like in a specific industry or what like just life in general you know what i mean and at the end of the day with you guys with what i've seen like you guys are all super intelligent you guys are super ambitious so iron sharpens iron too it does it (laughs) does man it's and it's all, uh, we all like have a belief in God, which is really good. That's, that's talk so, about big, yeah, please, like, we're yeah, talk like, about like let's, let's talk yeah. about it because it's like, you know, you know, like as uh, Jesus couldn't be Jesus without his disciples. He couldn't be, you know what I mean? He had to have his brethren and his wise counsel around him to get to the place. So as you're a soul, as we're souls here, you got to have your, your spiritual tribe. You got to have your soul tribe or else you're not going to get anywhere. It takes, it takes a tribe to build the village. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, and that's just like the word of God, bro. It's legit. I think it was was it John? It talks about the, having wise counsel, and John was a big, big, big believer, you know. So it's one of those things. It's like we just keep those those foundations, and you know, you, that inevitably, if you enrich the spirit, you lessen the ego, so you can just keep on going. I love that, bro. Because um, one of the questions I had, or actually, I had this question for uh, Nineteen Keys when I met him too is that with black people, right, we come from all different uh, cultures and religions too. Some of us are Christian, some of us are Muslim, some of us are something else, right? And I was studying the Jewish uh, community, right? And what obviously holds them together is their faith and how how much they believe in their faith. Like literally you cannot like do a bad deal with someone because everybody in the church will find out. Find Every, out. Yeah, sure. everyone will know. So that faith keeps their uh, their business running smooth. Smooth. Right? But with us, I was asking because I'm like, well, not everyone has the same strength in faith as as they do because they're Jewish. We're, like I said, as black people, some of us are Christian. Some are Muslim. from different diasporas. Exactly. Right, right. So I feel like that could be a little bit of um a little bit of um I would say a little bit of a problem, let's okay. say. Okay. What do you think about that? I know this is how 19 keys would, would answer that. Like like how you would answer this would be like it I 
how I what I think honestly is I don't think it has to do about the creed. I think it just the foundation has to be on God, yeah. and I think Christian we're on that one God system. Yeah, we're, we're on that one monotheistic, right? Yeah. We're all on like your you know in Islam your your name might uh, your name for God is Allah for for the Hebrew Hebrew uh, Jew it, you know it's Yahweh you know for the Christian you know it's Christ you know what I mean it's 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 God so it, my thing is it's like. You know, we all have, you know, just the one foundation of a divine thing that's above us. So I think if you can keep the, I, I know how it can be for like some black people. It's like, you know, like that, 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 um, not, not having the same religious creed. But if the one foundation is just God itself, then we're which winning connects, on the same side, which connects all of us already. Mm-hmm. That's where you win. That's, that's where you win. Cause it's like. That if you can get out that construct, oh, like I'm different than you, that's that separator. Then, then you're obviously going to be blocked. You're going to be blocking a lot of blessings. You're going to be blocking blocking a lot of like potential opportunities. Yeah. 100%. So if you can just focus on just just the relationship and focusing on the temple mm-hmm. of like yourself, like the temple of God, which is you, and just like just operating in a, in a love based system, not a fear based system, you'll you'll get far. You'll get far. One hundred percent. Because one of my uh, friends, he's a little bit older than me, and he's Muslim, and he's always been telling me for, like, the last 12, 13, 14 years, he's like, yo, bro, one day we're all going to have to come together. Christi- Christians, us, like, we're it's just we're going to need each other yeah. because we're fighting a battle out here that's hard. And Super right in these countries, we're a little bit outnumbered, mm-hmm. right? What do you have to say about that? In uh, the countries, I'm going to be honest with you, I even think that's an illusion. I even hustle, think hustle. I think just like the battle against other countries has been man-made and constructed because at the end of the day we're all human, bro. True, true. No matter if it's I'm here in Canada and you know there's a human being out in Iraq, we still bleed the same. 100%. So I think you know. So do you? Ble- what do you think about the race thing? Uh, Percy, in my eyes, yeah, Percy, in my eyes, yes. I, I, I see color, but I don't. Like I do know when I do know when like I can see you're, you're black, you know, like London's <laughs> yeah, black. Yeah. I can obviously see color, but at yeah. the same time I don't see color because mm-hmm. like like I'm not. I'm That's not, not going to hinder you. It's not going to hinder me. You know what I mean? I um, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, bro, like again, you can get like obviously some people are still in their in their spiritual like you know um, understanding of things. People are at different levels than others, but like yo, some of my best friends be Punjabi, bro. Mm-hmm. Some of my best friends be Punjabi. And like I could call him up right now, and his family's you know sees me open with open arms. arms. Fair. So and if they would put me in their pind, their village in India, bro, just like straight love, you know. So I can't say like you know it's 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 not it's not it's not like I versus like you know another country thing or whatever. It's just like bro, we we have you know we have been you know um, manipulated throughout time and through media through different things to 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 think that there's an enemy or of, at all. Mm. At all, like an enemy at all here in this life when there actually isn't. Mm. Only person that could be an enemy is literally yourself. Mm. It's like your own self-sabotage. It could be, you know, your ill-minded thoughts, your sick thoughts that we all, sometimes it happens when you're not in the right place, right? Mm. But all those dark moments and, you know, that happens to every single one of us. That It's just you. It's literally just you. 
a lot of things have changed for me. I'll say like 2019 when I really started because obviously I played sports for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So that competitive nature, I had to literally relearn that and just play the game by myself. Mm-hmm. Not by myself, sorry, just me versus me. Right. So I, I realized that beforehand I was playing kind of like, oh, this person's doing this, this person, okay, let me see how I can do better. Right. But then when I started to switch up, like, yo, bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hooping anymore. You know, you're not competing with yeah. these people anymore. Right. So I started to change my perception. I'm like, yo, this is just really me versus me. And I see life go like this. Yeah, because it's like, if I see, it's so true, bro. <laughs> it's so true because I come from that football background. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, my, my life got halted because I was always competing against somebody yes. else. Yes. And you stop your own personal progression because you're like, yo, where's the competition now? You base your whole identity around that. So you actually have to relearn you. But it's like, man, it has always just been me. That dog that I've always had, like that I showed on the football field or for you, like the ball court. It's like, it's like I always had that. It's just like it was it was just to compete. But like, what happens if I put that energy now into back into myself, into what I got going creatively that can now bring synergistic and collaborative initiatives yes. or efforts. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the gold is. And then that's when, even for myself, like where all the progression started to come from is that collaborative mindset instead of competing because it's it inevitably doesn't go anywhere. I agree, bro. Yeah. So Justin, when it's all said and done, yeah. how do you want to be remembered? Um, <laughs> I'm just trying, I'm, so like, so I'm chasing a few ghosts. So I want to- Elaborate. So I'm chasing a few ghosts. So like for me, my ghost would be like a Nipsey Hussle. Oh, that's my number one guy. You know? <laughs> it'd be like a Nipsey Hussle. It'd be like a Tupac. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a Drake. Mm-hmm. It would be like a, um, a Jackson, a Jordan. Those are the ghosts that I'm chasing. You know, even like a Jeff Bezos, Elon, in different, you know, Steve Jobs in different, different uh, remarks. Ultimately, I just want to be a full encompassed like human being where people just 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 remembered me when I in inside the grave because it will happen. You know, I'm inside the grave that like yo this this individual was a very wise individual, loved people, and you know people like ultimately, you know, a game he impacted, changer. He impacted me because mm-hmm. essentially that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Like I can accumulate a lot of things in this life, which I have. But like, I just, I actually thought about that stuff too, bro. It's like when I'm in a box, one of my, my friend, who's an artist, his name is Leo. He actually just said a king and a pawn go in the same box. Yo, hit me. Yo. Bro, that hit me, bro. Cause I'm like, holy smokes, he's right. He's like, he's like, yo, cause he, he's in the music industry and he hasn't, he's, he has great music, but he hasn't got like the looks or the outreach that like he has wanted to throughout all these years. and. Trust me, if I put put on his music, you'd be booming to it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, um, he's just like, yo, it doesn't really matter, bro. Like at the end of the day, he's like, I, after all this work I put in, he just does it from like the soul, because it's like at the end of the day, no matter what, like a king and a pawn will go in the same box. Hundred percent, bro. And I was just like, oh, I'm bro, take that. I'm gonna take that one. I said, yo, no, take that one, bro, because <laughs> I hit me like one. a ton of bricks. Because it's like we all have our own personal mission to get somewhere, right? Yeah. We all do. So it's just like, holy smokes, if my stuff ended today, I, I, I die a king, but I'm going in the same box where a pawn died last night. 100%. So I was like, holy smokes. So what do I want to do right now? So this is like helping me. So like, this is why I'm like, you right now are helping me with like the overall mission of like, how did this guy actually think? How did he actually be- behave in life? 
You know what I mean? How did he orchestrate himself through life? And this is like helping that overall cause. So I appreciate you. Ah, I love that, bro. Yeah, man. I so like that. that's that's it. That's it. I like that. I'm gonna take that that that, that king in the pond because that kind of like <laughs> blew me away. Bro, so we're in the car and I'm just like, I was like, yo. oh smokes. Because <laughs> yo, honestly, I feel like because man, we see we we see so much information on the daily, obviously with social media. Um, it's hard sometimes. Sometimes I believe everybody gets caught in the oh, like the comparison thing, yeah. just because we see so much, yeah. right? So lately, for me, I just been saying like, because people ask me like, "Yo, how come you're not here?" or "How come you're not like da 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 da?" or "How come you're invited to this thing or that thing?" Like lately, my answer has been, "Yo, bro, when it's my time, it's my time." Your time, right? You gotta follow what's like what's aligned <laughs> with you. Exactly. When it's if my you time, chase it's all the. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, when it's my time, when it's 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 my time, and that's why I don't really chase that much events and stuff because you you don't see me out really, barely, 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 Actually, yeah, barely. <laughs> barely, and that, that's just the type of. But person when you're I out, am. wait, when you're out, it's special though. Yeah. I think it makes it more special if you're not as accessible. A hundred percent. I'm already introverted, so me being out is a, takes a lot of energy out of me. Bro. Yeah, right, right. You right. know, so like again, back to like that king of the pond, and when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah, no, that was real. <laughs> that's real. Because what? I don't, yeah, that, I think like. Because I think you're becoming like the king of this whole podcast. If I you're appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate just, that. You, know, you and a few others. Like you, There could be many kings, by the way. Yeah. They're, Talk about that. Like, Talk like, about that. Yo, that's yo, the point. It's that's a great true. point, bro. Like, Talk about I, that. I, I think people need to understand, like, I could be a king in the same industry. We can still make the amount of moves and plays and win. There you go. And my wins don't take away from your win because it's like God already individually had our blessings I already had your mission written, out for you. Already out for you. Bro, that so that was how point. I decided. So that's how I keep that peace within me. You know, like I can see other kings around me win, and I'm applauding, and it doesn't destroy me. It doesn't get me because oh, where, cause, oh, where am I? In my journey. It don't. hundred percent. It don't because I'm already a king in in, in 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 the Lord's books, and He already has what He's already predained for my 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 birthright, bro. So I don't gotta worry about you know what what brothers doing. I'm gonna applaud him. I'm gonna support him. I'm gonna show love. And then it's it's just that law, it's that law of God, bro. It'll come back to me tenfold. And if I can help him get to, you know, even a higher elevation, what's to say that he won't even just pick up my hand and be like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one, if one king wins and he has love for like a next king, bro, like, and he picks up your hand and you you guys are both there. But 100%. why try and destroy a man when he's on his on his on his building his kingdom, right? And then the next thing you know, you have an enemy for no reason, which it didn't need to be there. Mm. I see this thing kind of like medieval times. Like I do, <laughs> yeah. like I kind of like I kind of see this life thing. And Same sometimes concept. Contract. Yeah, man. Same concept still applies. It, it's because it's been the laws. It's been the laws of human nature for like the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. I said, yo, why was King David so loved? Why was King Solomon, you know, so loved? It's because of like all these, you know, principles and different things like that. You know what I mean? So I actually study a lot of kings, bro. I do. And like I see, I seen the ones that had fallen, and I seen the ones that have kept on rising. You know what I mean? All King David really wanted is one of the best kings. He said the kings of kings. The reason why he kept on elevating because all he wanted to do was chase God's heart. So God blessed him, and yo, King David just blessed a lot of people, man. You know what I mean? What he, like they said, like his character was like he give the shirt off his back. He was he was a really good character. So that is like when I study kings, like those are. Those are like, you know, my inspirations as well. And like where that thought process comes from. Because we may live in modern day times, but the soul has been like eternal. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, it's not my first run here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna get to all that. I don't feel like it's my first, my first run here. 
but like you know i definitely study you know biographies of like i love that yeah i love that bro yeah that's deep shit yeah <laughs> so these next two questions i ask every guest on the show right, right? i want to know what's the best advice that you have ever received and what's the worst advice you received you don't have to say any names <laughs> Yo, you know I have amnesia when it comes to like the bad advice that I give. You know, that's good though. I have amnesia towards that's good. almost like dementia. Because <laughs> like, like, like you know when something doesn't sit with your spirit, you're just like, nah. Yeah, yeah, get that out of here. Um, let's see. That one by Ebon was really good when he said like, oh, Yo, oh yeah, gotta be a guest. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but oh, hold on. what's what's some a bad pieces of advice? Uh, oh. That you gotta that you gotta be cutthroat to win. No, it's a lie. Yeah. It's a complete facade. Like you gotta like essentially like I got that from my, one of my network marketing um, pe- like people that I'm way from way back in the day. Like yo, it's a dog eat dog, dog eat dog. You gotta be cutthroat. You gotta like you gotta do whatever it takes to win. Like I get the by any means necessary in terms of like how much effort and work ethic you should be putting into something, right? That's by, that is the real true by any means necessary. But I'm talking like if, if I got to bring, like if I got to like cut somebody or, you know, do immoral shit for success, I don't really want it. But that's that's kind of like what I was, that culture that I was brought up in. Like you basically like you got to be cutthroat to win. Mm-hmm. Not true. Mm-hmm. Not I agree, true, bro. bro. Best advice? Best advice? Be in service to many people. I love that. Elaborate. Uh, so... Um, it's uh, the service to many leads to greatness. Be in service as many people. Provide something. Like, I, like when this is actually when I didn't have a product to sell before even novelty is build something. If you really want to have like, you know, like your goals and dreams be, you know, fulfilled, provide something as viable where the marketplace, like the marketplace can't say no to it. It's so good. It's so like desirable that product or service that it's just like, they just have to give you something in a form of money or, or service because it's so good to them. It, like it adds so much value. So be in service to many and like find whatever that is for like entrepreneurs that are watching this, find whatever that niche is, whatever that service or product is and make it so good and provide it to as many people. And then and serve your people. Serving people. Yeah. I love it. that, bro. That's it. So the last question, uh, I'm doing something new on the show. And the last guest didn't know who was going to come on the show next, right? And I said, uh, think of a question to ask the next guest. And I'm going to read it to you. Okay. This is what the question that they had. Let's see here. Where are you? Oh, here it is. All right. Can you think back to a time in your life where something happened that you felt was a negative, but looking back at it actually propelled you forward? Things happen for you, not to you. It would definitely have to be uh, the homeless situation. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Like, um, it built such a resilience in me. Such a, such a mental fortitude and, like, such an armor around me. No words can never get to me anymore. Like people know, yeah, I may be passionate. Like when I'm in my group chats and they be saying some like some <laughs> shit, like obviously like, you know, like I can get like really passionate and like adamant or like they say emotional, but like it's just me just being passionate. Yeah, that, or whatever I, you know what? I can relate to that. I'm the same way. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, you know how to man <laughs> yeah, yeah, be sometimes, yeah. you know, but, um, 
uh, essentially, you know, like I'm talking about just like that, 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 that rhino skin that I built up and just to never stop, no matter what external circumstances happen is what has happened through that, that situation. I do have a question because you've been through such a, like a traumatic stage, right? Yeah. And I do find sometimes when people go through traumatic things in their life, they built up that tough skin, but then they, when they look at other people's situation, they could have a lack of empathy. Do you find that with yourself or you still have empathy towards people's situations, even though they might not have been through as much as you? I'm going to be honest with you. Um, when I do see like, you know, like, the average everyday, like, you know, someone that's on the street, you know, like homeless. I actually do, I actually do have a lot of empathy for them because I also remember like my mental state. And I'm like, you actually have to, like here in Canada, you actually have to be in a very, very bad mental space to not be housed at all, at all. Elaborate Because there's like, there is a lot of, there's a lot of like senior like shelters that they can go to like a, like a lot here in Canada and like you have like different like subsidies and different mm -hmm. like things that you can get paid for and all these things like for even disabilities and all the like different things you can like if you are like here on the street here in Canada you're actually not in the, like you're not like in any place at all like here mentally mentally bro and I do have a lot of I do have a lot of empathy for them now um, but but is there sometimes where it's just don't want to give up because I already know where the money probably will go? I can I can discern now, you know True. what I mean? Who somebody that's in a tough time, which I have empathy for, and somebody that has just for vices and different things like that, you know what I mean? So my brain has been able to decipher like who's who. Um, but like even some of the kids that I you know witnessed back back when I was in these situations, some of these some of these um, kids are like coke babies. Jeez, and like it's like, bro, it's like they ha they have no choice but to do some type of because like it's that's in already that in feeds them. It. Yeah, that, that 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 keeps them alive almost. So it's like tough, bro. So I do feel for a lot of these these. I I can I honestly understood humanity a lot more on the darkest side of things. Mm -hmm. So I understood the dark side and I understood the light side. And I I found myself like right in between, mm -hmm. you know, to just be that even keel, kind of like just you know how, you know how Christ was. Just, even kill equilibrium and to me to me that's an important part of like leadership because you can relate to people on the very bottom yeah and you can relate to people on the very top yeah. and i feel like because you have a humble energy i feel like you're gonna do a lot of big things with that type of energy appreciate though, you honestly. appreciate you man. um before we go just let people know where they can find you yeah so uh instagram handle is justin kyle joden linkedin is justin kyle joden um and Facebook is Justin Kyle Jordan. <laughs> you guys want to connect on Facebook, but um, but yeah, um, if anybody reaches out to you in terms of what we talked about, just have send them my handle and we'll get you know. Hundred percent. But yeah, that's me. All right, Justin. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. I know we've been talking about it for a little while now, right. and honestly, this was a great conversation. Right, right. Like you right. know, you it, honestly, I don't know if anyone ever told you, but. Like you're wise beyond your years. Like even just the way you talk and the way you conduct yourself, and I really, um, I really appreciate that about you. So, bro, like I keep on going. Your team is doing well in the city and doing well in the world, right? And I, I, I now I expect big things from you, you know, <laughs> because you guys are game changers. And uh, keep going, bro. Thank you for coming. Thank you, brother. Thank you.